The Chicago Bears, according to Sports Illustrated, hey, no barking, no barking. The Chicago Bears finished three and fourteen, according to Sports Illustrated. They predicted they were going to be three and fourteen and have the first pick in the draft. And I wanted, we all were so irate about that as Bears fans. We couldn't fucking believe that they predicted our Bears to have the first pick in the draft considering it hasn't happened since 1947. And here we sit with the first pick in the draft, and the Bears, on top of that, have their franchise quarterback, Brian, and the Bears' sweaty Teddy has retired, and they have hired new team president Kevin Warren, the Big Ten's fucking commissioner, to run the Bears. This, this guy took a pay cut, a demotion to come to the Bears, Brian. And I, 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 actually, Coach B, you're Coach B. <laughs> hey, it's all uh, good. I, 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 this man took a demotion to become the president of the Chicago Bears. And here we sit with the first pick in the draft. We have a new team president. We have the number one pick in the draft. Like, what fucking dimension am I in? And by the way, we have Coach B here, Brian Reberg. He is the new co-host of Bears Country Podcast. We are no longer uh, are doing our Monday night shows on the Barham Network, so this is going to be our Thursday night show, and we hope you guys enjoy it. Coach B here is a coach for middle school, but it's in Georgia. And that means a lot because they are pretty much all year round and they take shit seriously in the South. And the craziest thing is that we went to high school together. We, we, we were best friends before we moved to Georgia. And then strangely enough, I ended up migrating there and then we reconnected. And now here you are, Brian, as the new co-host of Bears Country Podcast. I just want to welcome you on, my friend. It's so great to talk to you. Hey, well, I mean, this is an honor. This is a blast. I, I was uh, pr- extremely um, excited when you presented this idea. You know, obviously, it's it's somewhat nerve wracking. Um, I'm not, you know, th- the most astute um, individual with uh, bare knowledge and everything that goes on with the team, like you and a lot of your fans. But I've been a Bear fan my entire life. I follow them, you know, every season. Unfortunately, get, you know, games here and there, living in Georgia, um, having two kids, a family, you know, even trying to, you know, watch them on, you know, if I decide to get the NFL uh, plus uh, package to watch them, I'd probably still. Yeah, but, now, but now as part of Bears Country Podcast, you're going to have access to all that stuff. So and having don't access, worry about that. And being able to, you know, at least on my time too, to watch and, you know, analyze and break things down when we got together, um, when we went to the game and you were showing, you know, different, you know, clips. Yeah, Brian, Brian came out and we went to the Falcons game together. Him, him and his family and Coach B, I should say, and his family came out. We all went to the game together with uh, some of my family too. And it was, we had a, it was a, it was an amazing day. So we got to talking about doing this together and, you know, you coach defense for middle school and it's that, that you're still a coach, Coach B. No matter what you call it, you know you, you might think that you're not a coach because it's middle school, 
but you are still studying defenses and you still know what you're looking at and you're still trying to implement things and come up with creative ideas for your own team. So you're a fucking coach, man. So put yourself on the goddamn back. Take a fucking relax a little bit. Let's have some fun on the show because we have known each other for how goddamn long have we known each other, man? Jesus, a long time. We're gonna have fun on this show. Yeah. It's uh starting off, it's hard. It's hard to like put myself on that pedestal about it, but I have been doing it for Jesus, 15 years or something. Um and yeah, I, I've always been responsible pretty much for the defensive side. And being in Georgia, where it is religion, we actually go from May until October. You know, so the high school, they go from May until November. So we're, you know, not too far behind. Um, I have to scheme many different packages. I have to, you know, in middle school, you get a wishbone team and then you get a five wide spread Mike Leach, let's sling the ball team. And you get teams that, you know, you just get a wide, you know, array of different type of offenses. And every week you got to change. Like literally after the game, you have to immediately watch the, the other team to prepare because what they're doing is completely different than what you just prepared for. And then try to convince 12, 13, 14, and 15-year-old kids on what to do. It is very difficult. And it's got to be a lot of work, man. Because <laughs> you're, you're, you're at the, the age where you're starting to really develop them yeah. from people league stuff and, and going into high school. You're a developmental coach. That means a lot, dude. Yeah, and the, and the basics of it. What's what I find interesting is that I watch professional football, and I'll go, Jesus Christ, that guy completely crashed down when he's supposed to contain. That guy completely blew his gap. Why is that linebacker reading that wrong guy? You know, and you see that in Division One. You see it, you know, in the NFL. So you know, having a history of coaching. You know, even at the level I'm at, you start really picking up on things. And then obviously you have conversation with other coaches and then you go to YouTube videos. I mean, just, it's just, it's constant. What I do love about it is it's a, it's a chess match. I mean, really is all it is. They make a move. We make a move. We make right. a move. They make a move. And it's just back and forth. And then if our athletes can beat your athletes, you know, generally we come out ahead. So. Um, and it's and, and like every time you and I start talking football, it's like, okay, like, you were on the very first Bears Country podcast episode ever yeah. on this channel. And it's it's been, you know, now almost six months. And it'll be six months this year or this this month. And, um, you know, you've been a lot more involved in it and keeping up with everything. And you're also a coach. And so it's, it's become it came to the point where it was like, well, why why not just do this? And you're like, yeah, let's do this. And luckily, yeah. luckily, we had your wife signed off on that. So that's the best part. Oh, yeah. This, when, um, like I said, when it was brought, you know, brought up, it, it makes sense. You know, the way you and I can, you know, not only converse together, we work very well together. We share ideas. And um, and as I get more and more involved, I mean, I'm, I'm sure we'll, we'll be able to tighten this up. And it's going to be a great time. I'm, like I said, I'm having fun. I was looking forward to it all day long. I'm. You know, so yeah, let's let's do this. 
Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, Steve Sigmund here uh, in chat here, he's he's actually saying that he's known you longer than I have, which is actually crazy. Yeah, <laughs> literally, we played against each other probably T-ball. Yeah. You know, way back sure. in the day. Yeah. His dad was what was one of I've my I've seen the pictures. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, we go way back. I remember Steve showed me a picture. He's like, that's Reberg. Like, oh, that is weird. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but anyway, man, like, this is – this is an absolute honor. Like it's it's an honor and a privilege to actually you know to do a show with someone I've known for so long. We have so much in common. We're gonna have so much fun along the course of this off season, and uh, you're gonna have access to some of the things you did have had didn't have access to before. You know, living in Georgia and kind of just you know you get you get involved in stuff and you can't. Next thing you know, you haven't paid attention to the Bears for a little bit, but you have that football knowledge and you know you have the access now. So this is going to be uh, plus right now. It doesn't really even matter because the you know you have the access to the footage and stuff, but it doesn't really matter because we're not talking about that. Right. We're talking about current events. All you need to do is keep up on players in the in the in the draft, right? You know, free agency things like that, which I'm sure you're going to already do anyway. So right. fuck it, let's do this, man. Yeah, yeah I'm ready. Sorry. All right. Well, the first thing I want to talk about is tonight. This. This is amazing that this team has signed president and CEO Kevin Warren from the Big Ten. I mean, this is, I, I, I almost want to cry. I almost want to have tears of joy. Oh, I didn't, I didn't do the opener, did I? <laughs> oh, look, see? I know I, I get in trouble for not reading private chat. I told you I should have put the kitty, the kitty countdown in there, but you weren't going to hang around after, long enough. <laughs> so we're not doing a cold open today. This is just the opener. Um, <laughs> thank you, kitty. Jesus. Uh, so president and the new president and CEO Kevin Warren of the Chicago Bears. This is. This is amazing. We actually have a football person running this team for the first time in, since I was eight. We were both – you were seven. <laughs> Turning eight, yeah. Yeah, but still, that's a long, long time. That's a long, long time of this team to have, you know, to, for them to be so fucking mediocre, for them to not have a football man – in charge of the team and now they have a football man in charge of the team a guy that that took the big 10 and as steve has pointed out fuck illinois by giving michigan or putting michigan in the playoffs was it last year i think he said but that's like the only thing he's done wrong for a, a bears fan or an illini fan i should say <laughs> but beyond that he has done so much for the big 10 this guy running the Bears, and by the way, Brian, Coach B, he wanted to work for the Bears. He, it'd be like you or I or anyone in here in chat that wanted to work for the Bears. If you if you got that opportunity, what would that mean for you? You know, and I mean so, that would be. I, think, I mean, for one. Individually, being the fan, you know, being from Chicago, loving Chicago, embracing Chicago, and being able to be a, a part of that incredible um, history, it would be the 
probably the biggest honor. Um, it's funny. As soon as you said that, it's like, well, what would I want to be? What would I want to do for them? Where, where could I help? You know, what would, my, what would be my position? This guy, he is 100% qualified. He's 110% qualified. This guy, you know, you look at players being a difference maker. They make hopefully three, four, five years down the road go, this guy's the difference maker. And looking at his resume, I'm confident this guy is going to be the difference maker. Because he knows football. He knows Chicago. He loves Chicago. He's from Chicago. I believe he's actually he's applied for the job or he's been applied for jobs before. And he's been a strong candidate. And he's had to go to other teams. And he's mm-hmm. built up. Well, so, let me read this to you, Coach B. Kevin Warren was born in Phoenix in 1963. He became interested in sports at an early age, which he attributes to members of his family. His father, the late Dr. Morrison Warren Sr., played professional football for the Brooklyn Dodgers in 1948 and went on to be named president of the 82 Fiesta Bowl Board of Directors, the first African-American to serve in this position for a major college bowl game. So, I mean, this, this guy... He comes from a sports family. He has been. He, I mean, not only is involved is he involved in football as in running the the Big Ten. He's involved in basketball, everything else. It's the Big Ten. He was the commissioner of the Big Ten. Yeah, I mean, he, he had to run every facet of it. He he had to deal with COVID. He had to deal with you know all the protocols. He had to deal with you know traveling. He had to deal with the fact there weren't any fans. He had to you know they had to find different ways of you know generating revenue. He had to then you know obviously other teams were talking about entering into the Big Ten, which that's probably another topic we could talk about. But this guy he pulled together at a time when. No one knew what was going to happen, especially in the sports arena, and he tightened it. And not only did he tighten it, what? Michigan made the playoffs. Ohio State made the playoffs. I mean, the Big Ten's always been kind of pushed aside to the SEC, but this guy, he's really put the Big Ten on the map. So I'm telling yeah, he you. Has. And he's, he's, he's brought USC and uh, what's UCLA, the other team? UCLA. UCLA yeah, to the Big Ten. Um, which which might draw in Notre Dame because they're they're not going to want to be left out of that money. Right? Eight billion dollars, eight billion dollars. Uh, media, they signed a media I, deal and dang dog, eight billion dollars. I, mean, I this, always thought Notre Dame was in the Big Ten when I was a kid. It, it, they felt like a Big Ten. Yeah, yeah, they do. Like Steve says, Steve S says Notre Dame is next. I think I'm producing the show from here on out, or you are. One of us are, because I think Kitty's gone. <laughs> it's not me, man. I'm afraid to hit a button. I want to fuck something up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Brian, Coach B. Yeah. Like, at first, I kind of felt like I didn't know what to feel about this first pick in the draft. I, I felt like. There wasn't a team. There wasn't. A, there wasn't a single one player. There's no. There's no. You know, big name left tackle. There's no big name uh, quarterback. There's no big name defensive end for you know a four three. You know, someone like 
what's his name from the from the Browns? You know, that would fit this Miles team. Garrett. Miles Garrett, thank you. Uh, I just feel like there's no there isn't there isn't one single player that there's going to be a gaggle of teams trying to trade up for. I, and then, as I was talking to Steve S today, he was he, he kind of he kind of calmed my nerves about it, and you know he made me realize that teams are going to start. You know we're we're not in that process right now. We're uh, the season isn't even over yet, so we have the playoffs this weekend. Once we start getting into the actual off-season process, that's when everything starts to change and people start to – the panic, if you will, starts to uh, rise. Mm-hmm. And teams, you know, fans start to get anxious about certain players and everything because of the combine stats and all that shit. And then teams start to put up, you know, blow out all their smoke everywhere. And, uh, like, now is – it's it's just – it's not – it just doesn't seem like a time for me to like, you know, it's hard to, to get it. It was hard to get excited about that first pick, but then I was reminded that once we get to that point, when everyone is like finally gearing up and the combine is done and everyone has been fully enamored, they find all the guys that they are in love with, right? right. That there's going to be a quarterback or two that's going to jump up because a lot of, I think everyone can kind of agree that Houston is taking a quarterback. Oh yeah. And that if the Bears would have had the second pick, that might have been much worse than having that first pick because now they can trade that pick to the potential quarterback that the Texans want. Right. So that ups the value of that pick. Yeah, it, it seems like they're gonna have to, you know, also play that game of, well, we may still take a quarterback, you know, it, which is gonna be hard because you're gonna have to, I don't want to coddle Justin Fields, but you got to make sure he understands that we're going to play some game. Your name's going to come up. It's going to sound like we are not, you know, sure that you're going to be the quarterback of the future, um, but you are, so don't worry. Um, so that kind of, that game is going to be very interesting because I know the pundits are going to go nuts because um, Fields definitely still deserves more time. Um, then you're going to yeah. get, What's interesting, I started looking at the quarterbacks. They obviously said, was it Levis, um, Strong, and Bryce CJ Young. Stroud. But Anders Richardson from Florida came out of nowhere for me. Now, others. Me too. But his, he came up with Seattle? No. No, I'm sorry, Carolina. I think I read Carolina was thinking about him. And I've watched a few of his I've watched him a little bit this year, Richardson. First round pick, I never saw it unless maybe this draft isn't as strong. So a guy like that can elevate. Teams seem they are desperate for quarterback. I haven't. Yeah. I refuse to start scouting players yet until this season is done and we can actually get into it and I can really, you know, start getting into film work. But the little glances I've, I've taken at Will Levis and uh, Richardson. I've, I've been impressed, and there's things that I'm seeing like in Richardson even that he could, you know, climb up the board right. and all of a sudden be someone's big, you know, um, it's going to give them that boner for him, and they might tra- – so, I mean, realistically, what I – like, here's a good scenario. The Bears trade with uh, Seattle for – let's just pull that up because um, I have that here. So Seattle has the fifth pick. Right here, 
Yeah, from Denver. Yeah. Okay. Then they have the twentieth pick. Ooh. So wouldn't it, wouldn't that be nice if Seattle wanted to get that quarterback, and they could trade up with us, go down to we can get five and twenty from them, mm-hmm. and then we can take and trade that five down for someone who might want a C.J. Stroud because maybe Indianapolis takes Will Levis or or they take C.J. Stroud. I, it's gonna this is gonna be very interesting. Because I think Indy's taking a quarterback. I think Houston's taking a quarterback. Houston and Indianapolis, they are. Arizona's obviously not. So the top three quarterbacks are Stroud, Levis, and Bryce Young. Uh, Young. Yeah. So yeah. That if we can trade down and get that fifth pick, because I don't See, think Arizona's taking a quarterback. They're only they're already paying Kyler Murray. So if we can trade down and get that fifth and the twentieth, and then trade that fifth to like Carolina to get their quarterback. Oh, right. for like a first-round pick next year? And then we have a chance at Marvin Harrison Jr.? Yeah, I remember, it's funny you mentioned – I remember hearing – I think it was yesterday you mentioned his name. I like Harrison Jr. I mean, I like Marvin Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> and you know he's done nothing but learn excellent shit from his dad. He's his a, dad's been teaching him. Oh, gosh, and Harrison, he's a great route runner. I want to say he's also a pretty good blocker, if I, rem- if I remember correctly. I could be wrong on that one. Um, he did get hurt, um, but he's got another year left. And he's got another year in the Big Ten. And he's and he's on the side of the strong – well, no, they're actually – I'm sorry. They're combining – they're not going to have two conferences or two uh, divisions anymore. But still, um, that guy, he's, he's strong. He's, he's, he's a, he'll be a strong pick for next year. Um what I'm curious to know about this year, okay, so needing an edge rusher. They said that's number one. I think uh, Poles, that was like the first thing out of his mouth, need an edge rusher. And, mm-hmm. okay, we do. And obviously Will Anderson Jr., that name's been popping up. And uh, I know – You know, I, and I, it's you know what I you, – you, come on. Tell me okay, you, I, go ahead. I, Tell me what you think about Will Anderson on this, on this defense. That's the problem. Okay, so, I mean, if you – again, we'd have to go back to scheme, 4-3. It's funny. Okay, I, I was talking to my, my buddy, Coach D. I just threw it out there. I didn't tell him why I asked him the question, but I said, hey, Bears got the first pick. What do you do? He's like, well, I really, you know, hasn't been paying much attention. But they get – I'm not they a Bears fan. <laughs> well, no, yeah, he's from Georgia. What does he give a shit about the Bears? Um, <laughs> he actually – he has co- his buddies who coach for the Giants. He has coaching buddies around the NFL, so – He's always a good source to kind of go to, and he gives me some pretty cool insight. Um, anyways, um, he's, he's basically said, well, whatever they need, that's what they should get. And I'm like, well, they need an edge rusher. So we started talking about Will Anderson. And I said, well, they run a 4-3 defense. He's like, well, Will Anderson can just put his hand in the dirt. And I'm thinking, well, can he? I mean, that's, see, that's the question. Can he? Well, he's like what Mark, uh, Micah Parsons does. Like, he's a will linebacker. He's like, but Dallas will do that sometimes. So I'm like, well, hell, okay. But then do you waste? But then do you waste the first pick on a guy you don't know if he can put his hand in the dirt? So then right. it's kind of like playing going like, okay, well, what do we do now? All right. So, and I guess that's the other thing, you know. I guess Eberflus apparently he is a four three guy. I'm guessing or four two five because they really don't have a four three. It's hard to have a four three when you got all this spread going. But anyways, right. so but what I started to do is I started kind of looking down and going, okay. There are edge rushers. I think this is kind of the year of the edge rusher. There are other guys. There's a guy from Texas Tech, a guy from Clemson. 
the stinking guy from Florida State, what Versace or whatever his name was, he decided not to, to enter the draft. And he was a first-round draft pick. In fact, he might have been the second edge rusher pick behind Anderson. So, anyways, what I'm kind of trying to do right now is look at see who's who would be available lower, how we can get, like you said, more picks. Look to next year a little bit too. We still have to, you know, this is not we're winning the Super Bowl next year. It'd be great. I mean, teams have done it, but you know, you gotta kind of look to the well, future too. Six, baby. They're gonna go eleven and six next year. Eleven and six. Make the playoffs and whatever. Which you know, they had so to But anyways, I, I think that's kind of that's the game, you know, you and I probably will be ping ponging back and forth on you know these Thursday conversations. And things are going to change all the time. And then like, then the pundits are going to say some crazy shit that, you know, we'll not only repeat, but we'll comment on. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's fun. It's the first pick is going to be a fun. It's a fun off season. It's such a, it's so intriguing. And, and, and the thing is the rest of the media is going to latch to it. Cause it's the first pick. It doesn't matter who has it. It's the first pick. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen. And I hope the bears- Freaking wire. Ryan Poles needs to go to Justin Fields and go, listen, I am – this is – I will pay you tomorrow yeah. if, you, if you would like. However, uh, I want you to know we love you. You are not going anywhere. But I'm telling the, the national media that we are interested in Bryce Young because it's going to help this team get players that are going to help you. So please do not take any of this personally. It's we are we love you. We're keeping you. This is what has to be done as a team to put the, you know, to fool everyone yeah. into believing that we want a quarterback in this draft because it's going to make that stock higher. Because if people believe that the Bears aren't sold on Justin Fields, that drives up that pick. It does. So they have to like pull him in, you know. Take him out to a nice fucking steak dinner. Well, he doesn't, he doesn't eat meat, but he's a vegetarian, or maybe even a vegan, I think. But take him out to a nice dinner, him and his entire fucking family, you know, and, and everyone, get all your aunts and uncles. We're going to take everyone out to dinner. We're going to announce to you at, at the podium, Justin, we love you. But we're going to tell the national media that we, we want we like Bryce Young. We're thinking about Bryce Young because that's going to just do nothing but drive up everything to help you. Mm-hmm. God, I it's hope they do that. After the combine, when numbers start coming out, and then they go, oh, sh- look at this. Look at this mm-hmm. guy. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, the, and, you know, there, there is uh, – that would infuriate half of the Bears fandom because they would think that it was real. Yeah. They would oh, be like, I can't believe this fucking team's not sold on Justin Fields. But if they just did that sly on the side yeah. to help them out, it would really, oh, it would would really help them. And, 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 I'll, and I'll be honest with you. I think Poles and Warren working together, I think they can pull that together, um, especially being new. You I, know, I agree. Cliff Victoria says fans are going nuts over that, Shorty. I hope the team turns off social media. Me too. We should almost just involve these two people here in chat. <laughs> Steve says, or Cliff says, I'd love to see the Bears trade to four, get Anderson and Indy's 2024 first. 
again, I'm not sold on him. I know you talked about early, earlier, you were talking about uh, getting Carter. I'm not sold on him either. I really am not. I, I, he seems like a guy that doesn't love football. That's the he, best way I can describe it. it I mean, you I know those guys. championship game of Carter. What he said, what it turned out what happened versus Ohio State, he said he was out of shape. So they manhandled him. Well, then he went to play TCU. He said that during that week he was running, like, after team meetings, he was getting himself back into shape. Now, TCU showed that they didn't belong, and Carter was more of a man than they were. He was taking on two, three guys and just penetrating. And it's funny. I looked up the Philadelphia Eagles and Jordan Davis, who was ahead of him last year. I didn't realize he's not even a starter. And Davis is considered, I mean, this huge – well, I think it was injured, wasn't he? Is that why? Is he? Yeah, he's really he not a starter. Yeah, he might have been injured, but he didn't say he was on the IR. He said he was he was second in the depth chart. Um, so comparing the two guys and seeing their, you know, value, you know, Carter. I don't. Is he that high? You know, that's the other thing. Is he that high? I don't know. I guess when maybe I'm pragmatic. He's not the number one pick. He's not the number one pick, and is he a top ten pick? I don't even know. And the thing is, he's a one technique. He's a. He, that's what he. He's a one technique. So you know already what he's going to do. He's lining up in the one. He's got to beat two guys. Now, if we had two linebackers that could fill those gaps and take and, and be able to be free because he took on those those two guys and be able to, to attack downhill and scrape hard, maybe. But we don't have that linebacker. If we had, I think if we had Roquan, I could well, take well, because Roquan was fast and he could do that. Well, but, he could, what about Sanborn? Sanborn is not Sanborn. I, I'm not sold. On, I like Sanborn when they when they kept him because he was a uh, he was a undrafted free agent. I like I like Sanborn because he's a Big Ten guy. Um, I don't know if he's that guy. You know, I, you don't I would see him that, like plugging those gaps. Yeah, because like what you need is up front. You want a guy. You want that guy protecting your best guy, your best linebacker. We don't have the best linebacker. So do you invest in, you know, a, a, a high pick up front when you don't even have the guy behind you to clean up all that stuff? And when you do have that, that's a whole different – Ray Lewis, he had that. Who was the uh, – what was that? He just died. Ray Lewis had that guy. Um, he was hilarious, but he just died this year. Um, he did? 99 uh, for the Baltimore Ravens. He, he plugged everything for Ray, and Ray just flew around like a madman. And made plays, so um, I, that's why I'm kind of thinking at this moment. But obviously, it's day one. <laughs> We're on the clock. Day one, shit's gonna change. The Chicago Bears are on the clock. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I, uh, yeah, I like what I think. Something about a stud. They need a stud there, and I, I think that's kind of what my my thought process is. It's like almost premature to even talk about the uh, any kind of Bears draft shit right now because there's just. There's so much time to speculate about things. It's it's yeah, but I, it's almost like I'll just use education since I'm a teacher. It's like writing a paper, your first draft, the first time. You just throw the shit out there, and then you go back and you edit and you put things and you organize things. That's kind of what we're doing right now. I mean, let the you know let the chat just you know go nuts. Let's go nuts. Let's just throw it out there, and then as as we you know. Time go by. Things are going to be pieced together. For hell, all we know, they trade the goddamn pick next week, and they're like, what <laughs> happened? <laughs> so that's kind of what That's true. 
That's entirely true. It could just, I mean, that's happened before. It happened recently. Well, like the, the Niners, they traded that, they traded up to the, to the third pick for uh, oh, last man. year very quickly. Yeah. They had that pick for a while. So, yeah, I mean, who knows? Uh, Some yeah. So, just go, we'll, we're going to give you this yeah. right now. Well, it's, and it's, hey, no barking. No barking. He's barking at a fucking horse on TV. You know what? We we when we moved to Georgia, we uh, were renovating our house, and so we were living in a uh, in a tiny apartment. We left the dogs there while we were working on the house, and so we got we invested in um animal TV or dog no dog TV on the uh, on Animal Planet. We thought we'll we'll just put this on for them. You know, the, we'll we're, we'll leave them in the bedroom because the house was a. No, actually, we left. It was in the apartment. We left them in the apartment. We, we put dog TV on for them, and uh, it turned them into like uh, maniacal barkers, especially him, because they're brother and sister, and the, the male. Anytime there's any animal, it could be it could just be a cartoon elephant, and he's barking at it. So I don't recommend dog TV to anyone out there who has a dog. I don't. It's a, it's a bad move. It trains them to bark at every fucking thing they see on TV that's not human. <laughs> you, you should know that because you have two kids. Oh, Jesus don't, Christ. Do, do not let your kids watch dog TV, right? Look, they'll start barking. <laughs> You've seen them. Oh, I know. Them. I love your kids. Your kids are awesome. Oh boy, man! So, <laughs> moving on. Uh, this 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 team is just absolutely set up for the future. It's actually kind of crazy to think that we are in this position. I mean, it's we've all been bitching about Ted Phillips for how long? You know, forty years, <laughs> and he's finally retired. And we have a real football guy running the team, moving on, and starting in spring. We're 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 about to. They're I should say we like I own the team. They're about to build a stadium that they own. They they have uh, they have a general manager who has an assistant general manager, Coach B. I it's unprecedented, unprecedented. Yeah. The, the shit that has happened to this team in this past year, they went from from uh, franchise quarterback to Ted Phillips returning to getting a new stadium that they own to the number one pick. This is this is. I feel like I'm in a different dimension. What what dimension are we in, dude? Like, do you know what year it is? Can you can you Confirm what year it is. Is it two? Is it twenty twenty three? Because it is for me. Well, you said a lot. <laughs> there's a there's a lot that can you know be explained. For one, it's their due time. I mean, I don't know what the terminology is, but after a while, you things start to work out for you just because things were so bad. You finally the chips start falling where they may. Um, well, it's interesting. For one, you said Ted Phillips. He's, how long has he been there? 
40 Is years. You had 40 years? You were seven going on eight, and I was eight years old. Christ. Well, actually, no. Actually, no. When he re- when he announced his retirement, I was seven. So, okay, it, it would have been I would have been forty seven. So, I, I kind of remember now. You want to bring up being a child, like when George Hallis died. They said that was actually the best thing that happened for the Bears. That they he was so old school, he was bringing the team down. And all of a sudden, they go to the AFC Championship game. They go to the Super Bowl. They win. I mean, is it that? Is that the moment we're in? I'm curious. Oh, because you're you're seeing the next cycle. Next like, cycle, I mean, yeah. Well, Virginia, sadly enough, Virginia can't last forever. Well, no. Now there time is. Yeah, there might be turmoil in there, but I mean, I don't know. Does uh, she passes? And I know you were talking about there's going to be chaos. And I don't know if it's going to be such legal chaos. No one's going to know who's running this team, or is there going to be such chaos in the background? People like Warren. People like polls are like, I'm not being bothered by anybody because they're in the courts. We're running this damn team. And I don't know. Okay, I go just, ahead. I just, it just came to me. Okay, so here's why I thought there was chaos. Because there's been a lot of speculation from the local media of people that have been researching this and uh, diving into what's going out, what's going on with this team when, when you know, the majority owner passes and there there are two other uh people that are invested in the team that have like a 10 or 20 percent stake each or something like that or a five or ten percent stake each and what would happen with that would they have a say in it and i think that the reason why they are now pushing so hard to get the hell out of soldier field paying the fucking park district to rent your stadium to go build their own and own it like every other, like 31, all 31 of the other NFL teams in the fucking league do own that. Well, what an amazing concept. Own your fucking stadium. Wow. It finally took them this long. They have finally come. It took a hundred years. And now I think they're like they're they're back they're the uh, they're back into it again. You know they're they're going to become relevant again because of the time frame it's taken them to finally figure this out. Yeah, they're going to own their own stadium. They got a football guy running the team. All that stuff comes together, and it, and I think that they might be able to actually take out some kind of a hope, like a home equity loan, if you will, on the team to pay off some of these fussy ass youngsters in the in the in the chain of inheritance that want their damn money because the thing that i have read about that is that you know the money is tied up in the team so yeah you might be the grandson or the granddaughter of virginia mccaskey and you have you know 50 million coming to you when she passes but you can't get that money until she passes, and you can't take a loan out on that team on that because it's not – you can't take a loan out on something that is not yet liquefied like that. It's just – it's, you know – so yeah. they can't actually – like they really don't have that $50 million a piece or whatever it might be. And so they can't get it until somebody 
you know, until they inherit it from someone. And so maybe this is their way of trying to financially tax, tax. Well, here's another thing too. When, when Virginia inherited the team, the tax laws were different. So she didn't have to pay an, an inheritance tax on the bears. Right. Which was only like, I don't even know. I'm not going to even speculate. I'm, I'm just going to guess. I think I remember seeing it was somewhere around like 50 million or something at the time. And now, now, and she didn't have to pay anything on that. No inheritance tax on, on, on getting that team. And now here she is sitting here with a, almost a $5 billion team or almost a $4 billion team, whatever it might be. And if she, there's, there's gotta be a lot of maneuvering going around in the, in the McCaskey family to try to figure out how to like, make sure that this stays within the family and everyone is happy because you're going to get your, your snobby pricks that are going to want theirs that think it's owed to them. And you're going to get the ones that don't give a shit that are just happy to, they're doing their own thing. Just like any family, you know, it's, so it, I'm long-winded, but no. I, what what I'm thinking is because of the, the what you brought up was an extreme legal issue, right? Is there is there? I'm not a lawyer, but I do remember what I read. It was very enough. similar to that. Yeah, I trying to figure out those legal terms and like how it all really plays out. Um, is there any kind of like information out there about? Maybe like one of those, like you know, those rich tech people that have a gajillion dollars and wants to buy a sport, like like a Mark Cuban. Like I was watching a thing; he bought the Mavericks for like four hundred million, and now they're like worth like four billion or something, which blows my mind. An NBA team is worth that much, but anyways, mm-hmm. um, is there somebody out there that's like shit, like an Elon Musk? I'll write the fucking check. Here you go. Shut up, grandchild. Hit fifty million. Just take it out of my pocket. You know, that kind of person will just step in. And just alleviate all the problems with money. Is there somebody out there? Has, has anybody said anything? Anybody interested? Because and with that that because I, I know that's a whole other new topic is that Arlington Heights. It's more than just the Bears going there. I mean, there's more there. Is it like a casino there or something? It's going to be like a huge like no, theme. The, the the size of the property that the Arlington Stadium took up is. I mean, just the field itself that the that the horses ran around like fits about four stadiums in it. Oh, just yeah. that section of it, and there's a whole complex around that that they bought. They're gonna have hotels, food, steakhouses, portillos, lumalatis, <laughs> everything. They're they're gonna have everything from the high end to all the Chicago favorites over there. It's it's gonna be uh, gambling casinos. I mean, it's going to be a, an entertainment zone to go to. It's going to be amazing. It, it's yeah, it's, it's kind of sad that some people don't want to see that happen. That's selfish. And, well, it's like looking at the dang Rams and their stadium. I mean, the dang things look like a freaking spaceship landed with all like the latest technology. And the place looks amazing, especially from an aerial view. Uh, I mean, then you got Mercedes-Benz. Place is pretty amazing, you know, and, and all these rich, you know, tycoon type guys. I, I'm just curious to know. Um, I think I don't know if he's right. Cliff said Bezos may want him. I don't know, if, you know, Bez, I mean, I don't know. I want Bezos running the Bears, but um, just that that whole opportunity for that rich, wealthy. I wouldn't mind Elon Musk though. It'd be interesting. <laughs> I know. I think I don't know if Twitter's and uh, Tesla's too much. Add the Bears. 
shit. Um, well, then, <laughs> um, but then you, you add. That, but, but, but hold on, to add to that, if, if if Elon Musk did buy the Bears, he would own like all of the original technology of, he'd own the original technology of electric cars. Yeah. Uh, you know, human space travel, of, of civilized uh, civilization, I should say. Um, what's the wrong word? What's the wrong word? Like people going into space of the normal population, and then the original team of the NFL, the Bears. You know, so I mean, shit, just added to I think he would do a great job. Well, then he might be one of those guys that he's busy running everything else. He like takes I do the two, three smartest people to make sure this team wins and makes my brand. You know, I mean, sounds like something Donald Trump would want to buy. Brand great. So, but I think that opportunity, it just, it seems like it would build somebody's brand, you know, extraordinarily with, um, you know, the Arlington real estate possibly available and having Chicago right there, you know, the third biggest city. Um, I don't know. Again, that's another one where as time goes by, it's, it's going to be a new conversation. So uh, Steve Steve S says, has anyone mentioned Fields led a group of athletes that was going to sue Kevin Warren? (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) That's interesting. Thank you, Steve. I did not see that. (laughs) Has anyone mentioned that Justin Fields led a group of athletes that was going to sue our new current, our new president of, and CEO, Kevin Warrens. Oh, that's funny. But uh, thanks for thanks for making me uh, take a look at that, Steve. Because he, he was like, "Did you see my? T- go back and read that. You have to read that." Oh man, Cliff Victoria says, "Once the asteroids start to be mined, Space, SpaceX will be the richest corporation in history by far." You're damn right, and he could run the Bears pretty well, I would imagine. <laughs> I'm thinking of, uh, yeah, but if he starts mining the asteroids and one's coming right at us, he won't want to blow it up because it'll be worth trillions of dollars. Like the movie was the movie Up There or Up. Up is that what's called with Jennifer? Yeah, Lauren. something like that. Yeah, up yeah. there. Yeah, or like uh, something like that. Yeah, so, like don't look, don't look up. I think it's don't look up. That's what it is. Don't look up. As soon as he yeah. said that, that's what it reminded me of. Them like thinking, no, I don't know if I want a guy that'll probably screw humanity. Yeah, they were basically making a play at uh, one of those two, Bezos or or, or Musk, huh? Yeah. It, well, yeah, I think that's what it was. Just the, the pure greed, like yeah. Humanity dies, so who gives a shit? How much, mm-hmm. you know, mineral value is up on an asteroid? So, anyways, um, I mean, I shit. If there's a lot of lithium iron up there, well, let's well, go get can, it. If you can harness it, and it doesn't hit Earth. We're okay. <laughs> but if it's on its way to Earth and you blow it up, but they found a way to do it. I mean, that's the most amazing thing. So, but then can you harness what you just blew up? I don't know. Wouldn't this become a dang Neil deGrasse, uh, or where is it? <laughs> Neil, Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, we got a lithium iron battery in our damn golf cart, man. You you took a ride on it. You know, it's yeah. the thing they'll do forty fucking miles an hour, man. Silent. 
don't even know it's a 48 volt lithium iron battery that will on, on our golf cart that will, anyone here that has a golf cart cliff if you have one i know you, you live in you probably live in a community you might have a golf cart upgrade your damn golf cart from a lead acid battery to a lithium a lithium ion iron battery i should say dude it's Bluetooth. It'll tell you the, the, the life of the battery the whole time. You can turn the battery on and off. You don't have to add water to it. Ah, oh, it's amazing. It, it it runs at like 52 volts instead of 48, or if you got like a 36 volt, it probably run at like 42 instead of 36. It's amazing. I need to go get sponsored by a fucking lithium iron golf cart battery company. Yeah. Hey, I know a guy who, who uh, repairs golf carts. Huh? He needs to make a commercial. <laughs> Send him your way. Uh, yeah, you should do that. Like, I you could, uh, get you out tell him five, five, five bucks for a commercial on the show. <laughs> as good as leaky, uh, leaky dicks. <laughs> yeah, Steve S says, Reberg was my favorite golfer in high school. Mine too. <laughs> you were my favorite golfer in high school, Coach sure. B. I thought Michaels would have been, but I appreciate that. How much do you golf anymore? None. None, dude. I mean, I'll go my back for a great while, then I'll hit into the woods, try to get the juice on. I know, dude. You're a shame. You're a shame. I'm pathetic. Dude, I miss it, though. I'm always dreaming. I wish my kids would do it. If my kids would want to do it, you know, I'd be We're going to see each other in March, right? Yeah. Let's go. Let's go golfing. I'll bring. I'll bring my golf clubs. About thirty minutes away, I think. Yeah, right there. Oh, in, uh, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. We have a yeah. drink there. Are we gonna drink it tonight? Well, no. What is that? Water? No, it's lemonade. Hey, I fucking. Dude, I gotta go on a field trip tomorrow. I gotta take fucking a bunch of twelve-year-olds on a field trip. Fucking middle school teacher, you. God uh, yeah, I know, right? Thinking, ah. Brian. Coach B. Sorry, man. I'm trying to be responsible. Now, tomorrow night, yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. We'll see. Well, maybe we should do this on Friday nights then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like, eh, I don't know about that. <laughs> My wife might not allow that to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Come to bed pissing on yourself. <laughs> yeah, you should have seen um, when you called. You- how- Covering. I mean, she was like Mama Bear, like, no, no, you think you should get some water? No, I, how many is you? How many of you had already? And I'm thinking, oh, shit. I got I, I got mine courtesy of my wife, too. Yeah. You, but I'll tell you what, seltzers, those things, Jesus Christ, are water. You drink like 12 of them, you're like, I can still drive, honey. I'm fine. We're okay. I know. It's fun to have a couple of drinks on the show just to loosen up a little bit, you know. It's, it, it, it does help. And these things are literally, look, it's literally water. Yeah. That's a seltzer. It's literally water. No carbs, no sugars, water, just a little bit of alcohol, as much as a beer. Loosens you up. Feel you're like, man. oh, well, fuck you. We have to do this on Fridays then. Or a Friday, I don't have to work. Oh, well, it can't be it can't be Fridays then. That's cool. You can't even smoke a, a joint with us either, can you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sh- 
Fucking Coach B, man. Dude, this is we're gonna have a lot of fun. Oh, Cliff Victoria says it's so much fun to be the only straight guy on the show, like being the designated drop. Yeah, Cliff. Cliff right. has been on many shows, and uh, you know those have all been on the bar room. So we've all been we've all had some cocktails on the on those shows, and uh, it's been, <laughs> there's there's been some times where I got cut off and Cliff had to like run the show myself, uh, kind of like this right now. Oh, great. Well, okay, everybody. What should we talk about? I know. Let's talk about the Bears. <laughs> that was your. Uh, that was your 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 trial run for when something fucks up, and all of a sudden it's like. Uh okay. Um, I think we should um, talk about how uncomfortable. Let's let's, let's talk about. <laughs> Now it's gotten uncomfortable because this shit's okay, gonna be let's, out. Let, let's talk about uh, yeah. let's let's talk about pussy. Well, I think they make for a nice house plant. Pussy cat. <laughs> I'm not a big fan. I got them in my backyard. I think they roam. They always set off the ring. I think they make for a nice house plant. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love you, Brian. I love you, Coach. Peter. I'm trying, man. This is it's oh, dude, man. nerve wracking. Is I fucking made the mistake of some of the teachers. I don't know. We were just talking, and all of a sudden, it came up about the podcast, and I was telling about this podcast. Like, you're gonna be on a podcast? Like, you're on a podcast? Nothing. Oh shit! You guys are way too excited about this. But what's it called? What are you guys gonna talk about? And then it's like, well, we're gonna talk about the Chicago Bears. Well, well, what's the name of it? We'll look it up. And I'm like, great. <laughs> I'll be calling the principal's office. Uh, can you explain this, uh, pussy? Wait, 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 who said that? The teachers. Some of the teachers I was working with. We were. Um, I don't know how the hell we got on the topic of it, but all of a sudden, it just spiraled into it. And they got all excited because the truth is, a bunch of them they wanted to do a, a, a podcast as teachers, but we're like, we're all fired because we're going to say shit that's going to be so offensive. It's just so like. Probably it goes against a lot of what they um, confidentiality laws. Right. It just or just we will say things that make education sound horrible that they will. Right, fire Coach B. Coach B. Tell them any one of those people that they are allowed to come on the show with us. And okay, they can they can come in for like a, a later segment in the show when we're done talking bears, and they can just talk shit or talk teacher shit with us if they want because seriously if they would like to do that that'd be that'd be that'd be fun it would give them like a little bit of exposure to doing something like this too and it would, I, it would make the show fun oh I, there's quite a few characters at my school they're, i believe uh, it they're um it's funny how uh behind the scenes i'm trying to think of a movie about teachers that like drink and party and do all this crazy shit i mean it's there most Movies about teachers are about teachers being serious. No, like, yeah. no, no, no. Uh, School of Rock. Yeah. <laughs> we have a few of those. Yeah, one guy. Actually, he would be fun to put on if we, you know, down the road. He's that kind of guy. He's the guy like the air guitar. He's the guy that he's just, he reminds you of Jack Black. He's, he's a lunatic. He's mm -hmm. my son. He's my socialized uh, teacher. So uh, anyway. 
Cliff says, Brian, any thoughts on the 600 Chicago yeah. school kids being indicted for abusing students? I was sick when I saw that. Yeah, yeah that made me just want to throw up. It, re it reminded me of the uh, Catholic Church, what they did with the priests, moving them around and allowing this to happen, and how messed up Chicago is. I, um, I didn't work in the Chicago system, but I, um, I tried to get a job in it once, and I'm so glad I didn't. <laughs> and I, I, I did my student, some of my student teaching in Chicago, and thank God it was a Catholic school because I don't, I couldn't handle some of those. Yeah, I, have to, I have a friend that was, that he's a hardcore uh, teacher in the in like the South Side. It's it's hardcore. Steve S says I can bring up some good child's childhood stories for Cliff to enjoy about yeah. you. Yeah, you could. No, come on. You, like you could, you you could, Steve, but you, you know, getting you to come on the show is like getting me to cut off one of my own nuts. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not gonna go cutting off one of my own nuts. I know that much, and that's how you feel about coming on the show. Every time I talk to Steve, Buck, I'm like, you know, what you're saying right now would be great on the show. He, he goes, "Can't we just be friends?" And I go. <laughs> Wouldn't you come in, coming on the show meaning that we're friends? Like, look, you're here. You're coming on here because you're my friend. Dude, it would be <laughs> hilarious to listen to Sigmund talk about whatever. I mean, it doesn't matter. I'll go on. He says, I'll go on if you do. What does that mean? Steve, it's literally you and Cliff here in this fucking – you are the only two people watching this. <laughs> so, yeah. And Cliff – Clip is only supporting me, and so are you. So literally, this is this is a train wreck as far as people watching the show. But <laughs> <laughs> gotta figure this is where it was gonna go. Oh, King Pookie jumped in. <laughs> King Pookie, I'll be there for the next the next barroom event. And Steve says, "I'm here for Kitty." Okay, so and then he says, "I'll go on if you do." What does that mean, Steve? You'll go on. We are. What do you mean? We are here. You want to come on right now? I'll send you a fucking link. We can make this another hour long. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'll send you a link right now. <laughs> There's only two people watching. What do you care? <laughs> well, you and Cliff and King Pookie. Thank you, King Pookie, for joining us. King Pookie is a, a big supporter of Barroom and Bears Country Podcast. Uh, I should say that opposite reverse. Bears Country Podcast and Barroom. So thank you, King Pookie. King Pookie, I love the new CEO. He is uh, he's a he's a huge asset to this team. This is going to be amazing having an actual football guy running this team, King Pookie. Go go check out King Pookie Nation. He does a lot of live streaming and stuff like that on his channel. He's got over six hundred subscribers now. He's going on seven hundred. Go check out King Pookie and subscribe to him. Oh, boy. This has been a lot of fun. I'm hoping that Steve it's going to say, yeah, send me a link. We can fucking bring him in here. And then we can hear what he has to actually say. Instead of, oh, now he left. Look, now he's... he's, he's. <laughs> cut your nuts off. If, only if you, can, if you can cut my nuts off. Okay. Steve. Here. Here we go, buddy. Come on, buddy. You want me to do this live? <laughs> I'll do this live. You want me to? You want me to cut off my nuts uh, live on? I will cut off one nut 
for you to come on this right now, Steve. I got my knife right here. Look, it almost looks like a switchblade. It's pretty cool. Watch this. I will cut off one nut right now if you come on this show, Steve. That'd be amazing. You fucker. Yeah? You want to come on? All right. Let's do this. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Where's the other Dan? I am the other Dan, King Cookie. Anyway. This sh- Brian, moving forward on the show, I mean, this is, I kind of surprised you with this last kind of second. You know, we're, we're going to have a lot of fun on this show moving forward because you and I have a, a good chemistry because we know we, we've known each other forever. And uh, if, if we can only get Steve S to join us, it would be even more fucking epic, but he doesn't need us. He, he doesn't need us. He doesn't need us. Yeah. Be we need him, but he doesn't need us. No, he doesn't need us. He's he's no. never needed us. We needed him. We he was, needed him. He he was the guy who would always lead us. Correct. The guy who always who never would. needed us. And I'll tell you what, it was never a dull moment with Steve. No, never. And there would never be a dull moment on this show with Steve either. And he's saying peer pressure. No peer pressure, Steve. I know you're not going to do it. We're just we're just airing our grievances. That's all. These guys are working me hard, he says. Yeah, you're damn right. If you came on the show, Steve, do you know how much fucking fun we'd have? Just think about the fun we'd have on this show. This could be the, the, the premier Thursday night Bears Country podcast that started off with Brian and Dan or Coach B and Dan, and it could be Coach B and Coach S and Dan. <laughs> Even though he's not a coach, yes. He should be. I'm surprised he's not. He would have been the greatest high school basketball coach in the history. I would have been like watching YouTube videos of him. I have a I face mean, for radio, he says. Nah. Well, we can block. You're, you're one handsome motherfucker. Nobody gives a fuck what anybody looks like on here, man. It's about your knowledge and what you have to say, bro. Dude, I, he's brilliant. Look at, Brian, look, at, look, at, look at Brian slate it tonight. Mr. Middle School, uh, Middle School High School, Mr. Middle School High School football coach. I almost said, Mr. Middle School defensive coordinator over here, Coach B. I like what you have to say, Coach B. I appreciate that. I'm trying. And you're gonna have access to to a lot of the the, the BCP stuff now, so you're gonna be able to, you know, dive in into some of that stuff and give us some excellent uh, information at, from a coach's perspective. And God, it'd be great if you can get Coach D on there too. That'd be amazing. I'll try, man. If I could get him on, that would be. I'm telling you, some of the people that you know understand football, they're they're great to talk to. They really. And it, what's great about, especially him, is that like I said, he he's got inside knowledge of because he has got friends and he played college football. So he, he oh, he did, huh? He played at Howard. 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 Yeah, you said that. He actually. Cheers to Howard. Yeah, he uh, in the in the eighties. I think it was the middle of the late eighties. He played. Oh you know, wow! So he's old school. Oh, he's old school. Oh, yeah. we gotta get him on the show. He's brilliant. Coach he's brilliant. Dude, whenever I have trouble with something, I go right to him. What do I do? He just draws it up, tells me what to do. It's like all right. Our 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 soon to be new third co-host of Bears Country Podcast, Steve S, says, Coach B, what defensive system do you run? 
<laughs> we run a, a three four. We uh, we have a, our nose in a zero and our uh, tackles in a four, and they slant. Sometimes we will shade them and they attack the gaps. Um, we call our strong safety a rover. Um, play a lot of cover three, uh, not very much cover two. For one, our guys aren't fast enough, especially our rover and our free safety. They're not fast enough to cover half a field. So we play a lot of cover three. Um, Sub man, it all depends on the scheme. And it all depends on what uh, what the quarterback is. Um, so a lot of it is just making adjustments. That? That's that's the fucking crowd cheering for you, Coach B. It's kind of shit we want to hear here, buddy. Fucking that's you might you might just make Steve S a goddamn co-host of the show, talking shit like that, Coach B. Love it, fuck cover two. I never really understood cover two unless you're playing power teams, and even then, I mean your corners are up anyways, so. And if the, I'd say this, the hardest thing, the hardest thing against power teams is when they run seam routes. They take those two tight ends and just run them verticals down this, because our free safety is like, I don't know who to take. And then our corner is always lost because, like, they ran the ball 80 times. Now they threw <laughs> They just stand there. And you're like, you still have responsibilities. But anyways. Uh, yeah. And you're coaching, like, what, uh, 12-year-olds, 13-year-olds? Yeah. <laughs> it's That's what makes it. Frustrating, but it makes also makes it fun because you as a coach have to work twice as hard to get these kids to do. Right. It's not Georgia who's like, take that athlete, put him here, and go do this, and that athlete runs a 4-3-40 and goes and just, you know, wreck shop. Uh, Dude, I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Comments in here. Let's ask you, Coach B, do you prefer Jalen Carter or Will Anderson? Uh, I, I would say Will Anderson. I'm an edge guy. Um, do you think Will Anderson fits this scheme? No. I, I mean, okay, so again, if he has to put his hand in the dirt, I don't know what he does. I I'm said a, that today, didn't I? I, I, was I was talking to Steve S. about this today, and I said this fucking – I was watching tape with him on the phone with him. I'm like, oh, did he just put his hand in the dirt? It's like, oh, oh, he did, yeah. But he so doesn't he, often. No, and I'm going to tell you what I liked about Preach Will Preach it, Coach B. Preach it. He is fast. He, he gets sacks. Um, he didn't have as many tackles as I thought he should have. But, again, as an edge rusher, you're either – you are straight rushing that um, quarterback or you have to set the edge. You have got to contain. you got to be, you got to be disciplined. Outside guys have got to be your most disciplined. Um, I guess I said Jalen Carter, I, I do like him. I mean, the fact that he could take up, you know, take on two, block, two blockers, um, if you have that – you know, outside that uh, inside linebacker that can clean up for him and be free. I, I mean, I think he's he's definitely worthy. But the question is, is there another guy that can do that? Um, right, exactly. Uh, and you know, I was I was actually looking at some old stuff about Bears three four and Bears four three. But then when you have Khalil Mack as your edge rusher, who's a stud, I mean, he even made Quinn a stud. So I. Me personally, I, I just I'm I'm a big fan of that edge rusher. I've been lately trying to look and see who's available and what their st their stats are. And I'd be interested to see what their combine numbers are. Um, so, if you're gonna have that high of a draft pick, if you're gonna spend the money, I would do it for an edge rusher, just because I think they disrupt too. 
And the last thing is the guy goes, he can go out in coverage. So you can walk down like you are coming off the edge and then you can then basically break out into a zone. And that does confuse quarterbacks. So I, I, I would say I would lean towards the edge rusher. So you would lean towards Will Anderson I, is that what you, or, or yeah. somebody better? Yeah, that guy. It all depends on, like, if they're going to keep the number one pick, I would say take Will Anderson. I think he's the best available over, for over, Yeah, over Jalen Carter. Yeah. So now you start dropping, okay, Will Anderson's probably going to be taken. Is Carter available? Well, let's take a look at that. Well, who's the next edge rusher? Then kind of compare the two. And obviously the Bears will do a way better job, I hope, of <laughs> you know uh, evaluating – those options, but um, mm-hmm. I've uh, something I've I've learned too. And as a as a four three, your guys they play a gap, so they have to have strength. They have to be able to play on the shoulder. They have to be able to attack that gap. They got to be able to squeeze down. Uh, they got to be able to disrupt. Now a three four, you can line your guys head up and slant them. And those and when you slant, offensive line doesn't know where you're going. And there's many different slants you can run. I mean, it's wide open. So I, I always lean towards the 3-4 because of those options. I do try to read a little bit or watch a little bit of uh, Bill Cowher from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, granted, he had Troy Polamala, and he was showing what he could do with Troy Polamala. You don't, in, uh, but just, just a lot of the different packages you can put in place with the 3-4, I like. So with the Bears being a four three, it's not that I don't, or four two five really. They're a four two five. I'm sorry, they don't have three linebackers. They got to have a right, right. Thank you. The whole season, every time I, mean, I walk, I'm like Roquan. Mostly, he played middle linebacker so many, so much. You yeah. can't even call him a, a will. Yeah, he's either a micro will, and you got a nickel out there somewhere. But um, yeah, yeah, I'd say uh, yeah, I, Will Anderson, right now. We'll see, though. We'll see what the if you if if, if you could not trade that pick and you had to take Anderson, it have to be. At number, it, it would have to be. Even yeah. though you, even though I agree with you, and I know Steve agrees with us, he's a four three. He's a three four outside linebacker, but he could. Of all the players that you had to take number one as the Bears, if you had to take one, if you could not get a draft pick. I would think it would have to be Will Anderson because at least he has the most potential. It's going to come up, come down to his arm length, really. Yeah, that, but he yeah. has he has the most potential to be at least a sack artist on this team, someone right. that can help the team more than anyone else that they could draft at that number one position. Because there's no fucking tackle there. There's no left tackle. There's no see that's the other no, thing. Like four three defensive ends sitting there. That's like a like the, I can't remember his damn name. The guy from the Browns. Oh, Garrett. Just, oh, Garrett. Yeah, Garrett. There's no one like that for the Bears. So your best half, your best, like Steve says, it would have to be Anderson. It has to be if you can't trade that pick. Yeah. And just I, hope that you, you get something out of him. You can, you can, I mean, you I can use him for his skills. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I don't know how, like, how entrenched they are with a 4 3. I mean, is it like we're a 4 2, we're a 4 2 5 team? That's it. Or when you start drafting or when you start looking at free agents, you hope these guys are, you know, versed enough in understanding defenses to say, I think we need to make a change. Let's go to a 3-4. Let's look at what we have. And, and maybe it's more compatible for a 3-4. Mm-hmm. And they've had it before, and I've had it with different coaching staff, but 
I don't know. But Steve Plus is not going to go to a three four. But um, what's that? The better not. You know, huh? What would you say? I said Eberflus is not going to just change his defensive scheme to a 3-4. That's what I'm saying is that – okay, so here's another thing. A lot of – from my understanding in college, a lot of these guys, I don't think they play a 40 defense, a 4-2. They play a, a lot of 3-3-5, three, three, a lot of 3-4, probably a 3-2-6 sometimes um, or a 4-2-5. You know, mix it all up. Yeah. So, so can these guys play that position when they move up into the NFL? Now, if you're an athlete and you understand football, I think you can make transition, you know, but I don't know. I guess these are just a lot of questions they have. And I guess when they evaluate, they look at it and they see if they can, you know, um, fit the scheme. That's the mm-hmm. other thing about a scheme. Can your guy fit the scheme? Right. And if, you know, if they can't, you got to go different route. Yeah, Illinois. I tell you what, Illinois' defense. God, they've they've been Georgia with the top two defenses in the in the uh, country this year. In fact, at one point, Illinois thinks defense was better than Georgia's for a little while. So that's why we got Coach B on the show now. I yeah, to give you the mic and just put you like no. this, my friend. I give you the show. No, stop. I appreciate Coach B. If you want to know, I mean, I guess if you, we want to look at what they're doing. I can. I can assist and uh, offer suggestions, but there's a lot that's happening. There's so much what they do. The, the disguising. The key is just understand the basics. We can understand the basics and point them out. Then we have a pretty good idea of like their scheme, what they're trying to do, why they're trying to do it, who they're matched up with. Um, so yeah. I want to, I want to tell you, uh, Brian and people in chat here next week. Uh, we are going to have um, my neighbor in Georgia. He is uh, a Georgia Bulldogs fan like I am a Bears fan. Wow. And he is now going on. His, he, I remember him bitching about not having a national championship for however many years. And then they came so close to one year. I was at his house, a huge party watching the game. And then they lost it. And then they wanted what last year or the year before and then now they wanted to get the fucking hammered tcu this year so he is a huge 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 bulldogs fan his name is tim and we're gonna have him on next week uh to talk about some of these bulldogs players um that the bears can target in the draft whether i want i want to hear what he has to say about jalen carter what are his as a as a major bulldogs fan what are his thoughts on Jalen Carter, and what are his thoughts on uh, some of the other players that are on the team that are coming out declared for the draft that maybe the Bears can get in the later rounds, you know, second, third, fourth, whatever the whatever it might be, because we saw the the run on players last year in the draft from Georgia. My goodness, it was of them. historic, historic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, if it, so it's going to be a, a good time next week. We'll have Tim on the show. To uh, his name is Tim Carter. We'll have him on the show. He's a, he's going to be a lot of fun. He's he's a good guy. So uh, look forward to that. I know I definitely do. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And then, you know, we'll look forward to some other shows like that too, or maybe we can find some other fans of of some of the other teams that are, you know, uh, the college, college football teams who are major sports fans of that one team that maybe 
and can give us some information on one specific player or a couple of players we can look forward to in the draft. That'd be that'd be kind of fun to find some other players like that too. It wouldn't it wouldn't be hard. It'd just be a simple Twitter search. So we'll yeah. look into that for the future. No, I think that'd be but, great. I think right now that those would be great sources. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, they may not even know football, but they know the players. Yeah, know, I mean, you have you, you get a couple of you know psychotic Bears fans like me on the show, like that 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 can you know talk about their college team. You know, Steve S could talk about Illinois oh football or basketball until your ears fall off your head. You know, and Tim can do that about about Georgia football. He is obsessed with. I mean, I I mean obsessed with Georgia football. So next week, Tim's going to join you and I, Brian, Coach okay. B. Damn it! I gotta, I gotta You're good. Call you Coach B, and uh, we're gonna have a good time talking about what he thinks about his players on his own team that he is obsessed with. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm interested in what he says. Just um, obviously living in Georgia, being around those rabid Georgia fans, they can be kind of annoying once in a while because you're like, you well, didn't even go to Georgia. Jesus Christ, calm down. Well, and a lot of the you know. It, Georgia never never really had a football team until you know and recently. They, a, a, I should say an NFL team. They had a. They were always very uh, college centric, and they've remained that way. And I, I understand it. Like you know, living there, we get it, right? Yeah, it's a different world. I uh, I have to listen to it all the time, and I I, mean, I like Georgia being. Um, you know, from Illinois, and Steve knows about this. You know, they used to show the Georgia games all the time. They used to show the Atlanta Hawks, the Braves all the time because the Cubs had an affiliate down here. So they saw all the Chicago stuff down here. So we kind of had something in common. And then they, I guess they broke off the affiliation. And uh, that kind of drew me to be kind of a Georgia. I mean, I'm not, I say, a fan, but I do like the team. I mean, I was telling him today. Tim, when I talked to him, I was like, this is – I would love to have you on the show. It would be absolutely epic to have you come on and talk about the Bulldogs, you know, like like we talk about the Bears, you know, because that that, that show would be centered around that team's potential and, and what we could get. I mean, we, we have the first pick in the draft, man. So – it's, there's there's so much we can do with that, including talking to other fans of other teams in college that love their team as much as we love ours. That can say, "Hey, li- listen, with your draft order, you can get someone like this or like this," and, and the potential that you have with that first pick that you can trade down and get multiple and multiple and multiple. Oh man, it's going to be a blast! I'd I'd love to get. Here's a carrot for for Steve. Come in, talk about Illinois, talk about Chase Brown. Come in. Uh, I think there's a, another guy. There, oh, the cornerback. Oh, God. He'll obviously type it. Um, they have a cornerback that's got to be at least second round. Um, Illinois, got, they got players now. So mm-hmm. Steve come in and start talking about some of those some of those guys. They have a, an interior front on defense. Dude, God, those guys are players now. They're fun to watch. Um so Witherspoon, mm-hmm. so I'm uh, I'm excited to see which one of the I not now because obviously later I want to talk I do want to talk about Chase Brown I think that guy is a it would be a great pickup 
And we'll probably later on talk about Montgomery and what they want to do with Montgomery because I've heard possibly still be able to keep him and figure out what they want to do with that dynamic. But anyways, um, you know, being the Illinois fan, I, I am excited about the uh, upcoming um, series of events, the combine, free agency, and that you know, draft po- prospects where those Illinois guys will fall. So, Me yeah. too, man. And Steve says, you talk Illinois, I'm ready to go. Okay, let's – we're about to talk Illinois right now. You want to go down here, buddy? <laughs> Tip talker. Yeah. I think it'd be great to have him on and actually be a, a segment. Like, let's. Oh, Chase Brown is a perfect. I, I agree, Brian. Coach. Yeah. Damn it. Coach B. <laughs> I'm going to give a stop by next week. It's like, call, it's like calling my wife by her name instead of honey. Or... <laughs> <laughs> Jen, what did I do? If I call... ever call my wife by my. I. I... I don't remember the last time I called my wife by her name. Yeah, it's like if I said Jen, it's like something weird. Even it's not weird out of my mouth. You're like, hey, Renee. You're like, we got a fucking problem? What, are we getting a divorce over here? What did I do? Wait, are you leaving me or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's but, funny. But, um, but seriously, like uh, Chase Brown to the Bears would be awesome, Steve. That would be... I would love that. I would love that. Oh yeah, I would too. Uh, I, I, I worry. I worry. The thing I worry about getting rid of Montgomery though is his his blocking skills are fucking impressive, man. And he's he's now in going into year two in this offense rather than someone else you pick up or draft that's going into year one. It seems to be a fairly complicated offense from what Getzi has said. I, I don't. I think I'd rather try to keep Montgomery for obviously as little as you can, but. Well, then you can, I, draft, you can still draft a running back. And, and, come on. Tristan Ebner needs to be replaced. So they can replace Ebner with a new running back. <laughs> See, that's the thing is that I, I looked at his stats, and I guess when I look at a running back, I look at yards per carry. If you have more than three and a half yards a carry, to me you're valuable because three times you're a first out. Mm-hmm. But – the NFL, you can't. It, that's a different dynamic. Uh, so, with Montgomery, he, he had four point exactly four yards of carry, like two hundred one carries for eight hundred one yards or something like that. One hundred two yeah. yards. So, um, so yeah, I guess that's that's something that we got to probably really, you know, dissect, delve into, uh, you know, and, and figure out is he the right guy? What's available? And I Cliff just brought up I saw about the waiver wires. Yeah, there's going to be some guys that, you know, teams are, are going to let go that still have a lot of talent or potential, a lot left in the tank, or they fit the Bears mold, so on and so forth. Um, and obviously we can't talk about it now, but obviously the David Carr situation, because I think that's going to bring a whole different monkey wrench into some of the draft things because Carr just – it might have been McDaniel's fault. I don't know. Carr is solid, but he's not great. But there's a team. There's a couple of teams that are probably really looking at him, and he's about to be let go. So that can that's going to throw that monkey wrench. So those are some things I think in the future we should probably start, you know, at least entertaining in our discussions. I, I would so- like to know. There, there's a lot of discussion in chat about the, the uh, Jacobs from the Raiders, uh, Josh Jacobs from the Raiders, and, and and David Montgomery. Who would you rather have? And I, I don't know what kind of a blocker Josh Jacobs is personally. Maybe you guys know. I'm not a 
I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know what kind of blocker he is, but I, I would rather have. I would rather have Montgomery. Cliff says that he's only twenty. Uh, Josh Jacobs is only twenty-four, but I don't. If if Montgomery is the better blocker, I'd rather have him. I mean, you need that that you know that running back that's going to take out that blitzing whoever. Yeah. yeah. You know, for that one play that you need against the Vikings in 1985 when Jim McMahon comes in and throws that, you know, 60-yard bomb to Willie Galt for a touchdown on the first play. You, you, you need that guy that's going to secure that block for your quarterback when he needs it. And Monty is that. For me, he's not a $10 million a year guy. He's under that. But if you can get him for six or seven, I'd much rather have Monty back to to learn and, and get into the system, you know, a second year in this system. Okay. Steve saying Jacobs is much better. Cliff saying uh, Jacobs is a complete runner. So I don't know. We'll see. I guess okay. it'll be it'll be interesting. Huh. Well, my friend. Yes, my friend. This has been a blast hanging out with you and talking with you on this. New edition of the Bears Country Podcast. You're going to be joining us every Thursday night. We're going to be doing this at 8 o'clock. We're going to make this work. This is going to be fun. We're going to have your coaching aspects. Like you you had an amazing breakdown tonight of some of the coaching stuff, some of the things that you see on defense. I'm more of an offensive-minded guy, so I love having a defensive-minded guy. Um, and, shit, if you convince Steve to come on the show. That'd be great. I'd love to hear because he- I'm going to have to start paying you motherfuckers. Nah, now you don't pay me, dude. This is just too much fun. I, I look forward <laughs> here. After I, I had a hell of a day today. Today was one of those days where I'm sure my blood pressure was through the roof, and I was on the go, and I, I was just looking forward to this. This was like, dude, just being able to do this is payment enough to be able to, you know, just plus there's no one to talk to. I can't <laughs> try to talk bears with people. I can try to talk sports with people, but you know, right. it, it doesn't really. It's not like this. This is fun. And I like how we, you know, you have the chat and you have people throwing out ideas and they spark new ideas. And, you know, a lot of what's going through my head is that I kind of did do some reading, but then all of a sudden I'm just like, my brain just starts going kind of, you know, haywire and it's making some connections, but then it's like, you know, then it's going kind of all over the place. But um, this is fun. I love it. I love Steve to come on. I love to hear his knowledge. The guy's brilliant. What do you want me to come on, guys? He says, uh, how about yeah. now, Steve? I can send you a link. There, look, there's nobody watching this show. You'll be fine. You can just join us. You'll be fine. Don't worry. It's Come just an up. hour. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. send you a link. <laughs> now, listen, Steve, Steve, Steve is my – for anyone that uh, – on this show – Oh, you want me to send you a link? He says, okay. Send you a link. Let's do this shit. Let's get him on here. He wants to. Brian, uh, start talking about the Beatles. I'm just going <laughs> to. What's his name? Um, Pookie just said that Elvis's daughter just died. I saw Oh, the I saw King Pookie yeah. say that. Yes. That's, that's kind of shocking. I wonder if the, the COVID uh, vaccine conspiracy now is going to go crazy. I wonder if she got vaccinated and they're going to say oh, that she had a heart attack. Hamlin had a heart attack. Um, let's see who else had a heart attack. Yeah, so It's going to go around now, isn't it? 
let's see. Uh, can I tell Tasha Hancock stories? Yeah, you can tell Tasha Hancock stories. I don't fucking, you know, this guy changes his Twitter handle and his email so much. I don't even know where to send the damn link. Jesus. Right. You, but I forgot. I repressed that name. I uh, forgot about that let's one. Let's see. Steve. There we go. I got you. Steve, I'm sending the link to your your Twitter handle on your DM. Hold on, there you go. Jesus. Copy that. I'm gonna we're gonna bring this fucker on here. Check your Twitter handle, Steve. Your DM, hop on with us. I I, I want to hear you tell Tasha Hancock stories. That's what this show's about, you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, holy cow, dude! <laughs> he's like, he's watching you and I hang out in real time. He's like, I want to hang out with my buddies. <laughs> <laughs> you got him, Brian. You got oh, him. That's hilarious. Just click on the link that I sent you in your Twitter DM, Steve, and you'll you'll hop in right with us. We're gonna have a fucking blast here. <laughs> Get your bong ready too. I don't care. You can smoke your bong on the air. <laughs> Where's your bong, Brian? <sighs> and then Steve says, "I don't want to get any trouble. Get your ass on here." Damn it. Trying to end the show that he wants to jump on. Get out. Get your ass on here, man. Let's make this a show. Come on. Let's do this. This is the guy everyone really wants to hear. Heck yeah, dude. Just like, well, get Sigma on. Steve on. Hold on. Now I have to like find a new. I have to look up that Twitter handle. At. All right. All right. There's only two people watching right now, so we'll give this shit. We're... <laughs> Let's see. Uh... Steve. Come on, dude. I, come on. I sent it to your. I don't even know that one. What is that? Go go to your to your Steve S one. Steve, jeez. One of your many burner accounts. Go to your Steve S one. That's where I sent it. Oh, we no Hancock stories. Okay. Well, get your ass on here, dude. It's gonna be epic. We're gonna have a lot of fun. Get this fucker on here. Come on, go to your Steve. Go to the the account that you're on right now. The Illini Steve twenty two. Come on, do it. So, Brian, yes. this guy, he's saying it's deleted. This guy has to make everything so difficult. He's like running from the law. <laughs> Damn. I always, I always get new updates. Oh, uh, a new Facebook friending from him. Like, why did you change your name for the 18th time? So, Illini Steve 22 at Illini. Oh, there we go. Okay. I got you. 
Brian, talk. Come on. There's dead air here. Talk. <laughs> I was listening to you try to get Steve on here, man. Yeah, well, give me some fucking information. What do you think about Jessica Alba? Come on. Jesus. Ah, she's overrated. She's too <laughs> <sp> <laughs> <laughs> and? Why? Not a big fan. Yeah. Big fits? Not so much. See, this is not working for me. I don't know. Like, what's your, this guy? He always has to make it so difficult. And uh, you, so, what? What don't you like about Jessica Alba? Is like way too why, why is she overrated? How about uh, uh, Kate Blanchett? Kate Blanchett is she like the English lady, like who plays queens and stuff? Uh, she's a little too plain for me. Yeah, did you see her on the new uh, the new movie she was on? Um, Truth. No, no, I haven't. She looked pretty good on there. Oh, really? No. Yeah, All right, Steve. Steve, go to your Twitter DM. It was sent. Damn you! All right. So he likes Shakira. He, he's he's about to tell us. You like you like J Lo's ass, Brian? What's that? You like J-Lo's ass, or is she played out? I'm not a big ass guy. J-Lo's all right. You're not a fucking ass guy? I'm a boob guy. I always knew there was something wrong with you. Oh, you're an ass guy? Yeah, yeah I knew you were. Huge ass guy. Yeah, huge ass guy. Yeah. Steve, jump in here. I sent you the link, man. Come on, brah. I'm, 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 uh, I'm getting cold feet now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I, I'm personally I, I'm more of a um, let's see um, I kind of liked uh, what's her name for a little while from the Marvel movies um, the blonde. Uh, oh, is it Brie Larson? No, no, the other one, uh, the 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 Black Widow or whatever. They're... My wife's sitting right here. She worked out. She got earbuds that she can't even hear me. Uh, the blonde. The blonde. She's got her own show Scarlett. now. She was an old... Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson. Johansson. Yes, thank you. Yes, I liked her. Yeah, she got some nice yeah. lips. <laughs> Have you seen the other ones? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, all your, that's all your responses? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, I actually had... Uh, yeah. What's her name? Um, from Friends. Oh, Jennifer Aniston. Smile at me. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cause yeah. that movie with Adam Sandler. Yeah. Oh, dude, that movie. Oh my God, yeah, she looked good in that movie. Her and Brooklyn was it Brooklyn Decker? Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that bikini uh, when they're swimming that, in that. Yeah, that I passed one? her. I passed her on the set, and she was she walked past me wearing that rope. She had like that dress on that was made out of like rope that had it was like a rope mesh dress. And she like, you know, when you pass somebody in the hallway and you're like, but you're like passing them, you're like, yeah, you I know? know that. She did that to me twice. Oh, uh, that's nice. You know, you know what that made me feel like? That you're a freaking rock star. Jennifer fucking Aniston knows that I exist. Yeah, that's how I felt. Subconscious, you are, and you might even been in her dream. 
Maybe. Yeah, see? Oh, Jordan she go there. Got right in. Doesn't it go there, Brian? That's like jerk off material. Jesus. <laughs> Dude, are you getting the link, Steve? Come on. I sent it to your Illini Steve 22. Let's go, bro. Hop your He's ass not. in here. He's not getting What's just taking you so long? He's not trying. His, his, his palms are sweaty. He's he's getting stutter. He's starting to stutter. He's like, I, I better start writing stuff down so I can get in here and know what I'm talking about. Instead of coming on here and just talking shit and having fun with us, he's going he's gonna to want to come on and be the guru. So he has to take a moment to get all of his shit ready. Get all his notes. I don't think he, he's got everything stored in his head. He has like a photograph. <laughs> I don't know how he does stats. Wait, Wait I, I'm confused. Steve, are you getting? Are you coming on or not? I'm yes not. or no? He says I'm not. Yes or no? I'm not. No, no DM you ballbuster. He says. Okay, so I am. I am on your your. I have your email address. Let me send it to your email address, you fucker. I got it. Okay. <clears throat> so, he probably changed his email address for the 18th time, too. But we're going to get this asshole on the show. If, I, if, if, if it kills me tonight, we're going to get him on the show. I promise you that. So, Brian, talk. Yeah, it says that uh, Lisa Marie Presley died at 54. The only child Lisa, of Elvis. The Elvis lineage is done. No more Elvis on this earth, bro. That's nuts. I know you're a big Elvis fan, dude. I'm a, I'm a huge Elvis fan. Lisa Marie, Lisa Marie Presley died, hon. She's can't hear me. And she looked pretty oh, good. Pretty, wait, how did she die? Heart attack. She said they said they said that she had a cardiac arrest, and she died. What age? Fifty-four. Still, like she was in her thirties. Holy! Wow! Wow! Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna go vaccination, but I, I'm I'm kind of getting there. Elvis was a piece of shit. Oh my god! Ah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, he went there. Steve he went. Did. Oh, yeah. Wow, your link, your link is suspended, Steve. You can't come in anymore. <laughs> oh shoot! Check your email, Steve. You gotta get him on though. I sent a link to your email, damn it. You're holding the show up. Either get your ass on here or get off. Because we're, we're <laughs> I can't believe Lisa Marie Presley died at yeah. 54 from a heart attack. We've seen we've seen Hub Arkush have a heart attack during training camp, just collapse at his car. We've yeah. seen uh 
you know, uh, Demar Hamlin have a, a cardiac arrest on the field, different than a heart attack. It's different. Right. Uh, and we've seen this. I'm not. I mean, I'm not saying anything as it's vaccine related, but I'm not it's, saying it's not. Well, I don't. I'm not a big fan of conspiracy theories. Neither. Yeah. I am. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> You are. I know you are. Well, I, I love I love to pontificate. That's why I get myself in trouble. I, I'm not a believer in any one single thing, but I love to pontificate things. And yeah. pontificating gets me in trouble a lot. And Katie brought that up on the on Monday's show. That pontificating gets me in trouble. He gets us all in trouble because because when you pontificate, you start thinking of you know different things that you know what ifs. Yeah. Well. What if this or what if that? And if you pontificate too far to where you're like, holy shit, what if that? And all of a sudden you piss people off. You're like, no, it's not my thinking. I don't believe that. It's not my objective or my opinion. It's right. just what if? If you if you can't think that far ahead or think that far to here, then how good can you possibly be at thinking of anything past that? Right? So how can you if you if you're living in the moment all the time and you just can't pontificate to go, well, what could the what could all the answers be to this question? Then you're not you're not truly giving your answer to the question because you're not pontificating enough. Right. And you're not also defining exactly what it is. You're just saying this could be because of these reasons. Now, you want to pontificate, maybe you can then counter why my reasoning is wrong. And then you can have a great discussion. That's what I that's what we're doing. We're having a great discussion. <laughs> Sit down. Let's talk about. Let's pontificate. What this possibly we could be. Should, yeah. We should call this the. We should call this the pontification. The show. The show of pontification. Yeah, oh, this yeah. fucking guy says I got your link, but it's not working. You know. Yeah, it's all right. It's all good. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do it one more time, you fucker. So. Ron says they took the COVID clot shot. What's the clot shot? The, uh, the, the COVID clot shot? Meaning that the COVID shot is the shot oh, that's oh, like killing oh, people. Oh, okay. That's right. I don't know. I know. It, it's not to get into conspiracy theories, but a lot of people thought that at the time, like, what are they doing to us? And now all these people are just dropping dead. Adam Rich from... Uh, um, Rich, that there. The show back when you were kids, um, the eight is enough. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the youngest kid on that show just dropped dead at fifty-four, but they haven't announced what it was. It might be suicide, but well, I think too. The problem is stress. I think our daily lives are so stressed out. I think I'm curious to know. If there's a correlation for when social media social media started, and now all of these other deaths of stress actually being the leading cause, which is because it causes other ailments. Mm -hmm. Because that death, you know, and um, I don't know, but that's something you pontificate about, something that the, that the experts, or not even the experts, you know, just do, do your research, read, and try to connect things and pull them together. All right. I'm going to, I'm trying this again for Steve. I hope this link works. I'm going to send it to 
uh, I'm going to send it to multiple email addresses because I know you are a a rogue and you don't exist, Steve, in this world. As far as like other people are concerned, you're gonna you're gonna exist on this damn podcast. I'm gonna tell you that much. If I have to kill myself trying, you you don't think get about that. If you get him to get him to, because he says that. Oh no! Oh no! No, I'm not. Hey, we we were about to sign off a half an hour ago. This fucking cocksucker is coming on right now, (laughs) dude. This is hilarious. Oh, the link's not working. It's only worked for every other fucking person I've sent the link to. This guy. That's uh, it's not working. Here, here's a, here's another email address. I'm sending it to. Fucking cocksucker. I'm no man style fake. <laughs> yeah, he is. Shush. We love Nomad here. We're on Nomad. We're done with Nomad on Tuesday night. Oh, okay. Tuesday. Yeah, I thought it was also Tuesdays when you do that co-host. So Tuesday, Tuesday nights, uh, I'm on the Barroom Network with uh, the new show that's now called Bear Their Souls with Dan and Aldo and myself and Nomad, and it's uh, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy because we 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 started off Bears Country podcast, and then we got picked up by Aldo on the Barham Network, and then I, to be honest, I didn't think Aldo liked me, so I kind of wanted to quit the show, and it turned out Aldo did like me, and and he wanted me to be a co-host on on, on the Barham Network to run the, the, the Bear Their Souls show so that he can start to, you know, he, he needs some time off. He's overproducing himself. He's like burning the candle at both ends, and his wife is like, "Come on, dude, you're mid, you're in your mid sixties. Let's go to Hawaii together." And he's like, ah, "I can't do this because I'm running this fucking barroom network kind of thing." So I, I'm there to help my brother out and uh, my podfather, I should say. So um, that's that's a lot of fun, and I I'm honored to do that. Um, in fact, we've been talking about some more production stuff, so I'm, I'm very honored to do that. So check out the Barroom Network as well. Myself is there with Dan and Aldo and Tooch and uh, Nomad. So, damn! If this guy doesn't get this link, I'm gonna kill this fucking show, Steve. Come on, bro! I sent you a link. Who's that private chat? Oh, Kitty. She's here to run the closer. Well, I I, I can't understand how I keep sending this links and he's like, oh, I'm not getting the link. Are you getting the link or no? If you're not, we're gonna close the show, Steve, because we're only hanging out for you, man. We've been dragging us on and boring people. For... Okay, I'll promise. I promise I'll go on. When? Now or later? Come on, come on. Snap, snap it to it. Come on, let's go. This fucking guy. No link. You. Mm. We'll get him on. Don't worry. We're gonna. Try your Twitter DM one more time. Oh, you liar. All right, we're done. This is fucking yeah, we'll, get, we'll get along with that Georgia fan. I like that. Nah, never mind. I'm done. He's not coming on the show. He's not He's not allowed, no. He, he's full of shit. He never wants to come on the show. Thank you, Ron. Would you like to come on the show, Ron Wynarski, and join us? That's yeah. my best friend. I, I fucking know since I was eight. Keeps telling me I have... 
I'm not. He's not getting a link when it's worked every other time for every other guest on the show. Fucker. Uh, come on, Ron. Come on the show. You want to talk some bears with us? I'll fucking send you a link. That's hilarious. Oh, really? He says sure. Ron. Bears Country Podcast at gmail.com. I'll send you a link. I would love to have you come on the show. Since you can you're gonna make up for fuck Steve S. I'm gonna block him. He's uh, come on, man. You're I'd like Steve come on the show. I really would. I think it would be uh, great. We fuck get him- Steve. I'm in your corner, no. Steve. I'm fighting for you, buddy. No, fuck Steve. He's blocked. Uh, we can talk bears on the phone all goddamn day long, Steve, but stay the fuck out of my chat. Uh, you want to you come on the show and talk shit and say you're not getting my links to all goddamn 18 emails and Twitter handles I'm sending to you? Fuck you. Love you, bro. Fuck you. Let's bring Ron, Ron Winarski out here, or whatever his name is. <laughs> 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 you Johnny Carson, man. <laughs> I just blocked like one of my best friends. I'm an asshole. Uh, that's funny. I don't even know how to unblock him. <laughs> that's the uh, best part. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know how to unblock him. From Chicago. I need my producer Kitty here that knows how to unblock somebody. Did you block them? I did. <laughs> As a joke, but I can't get them back. I don't know how I did that. Oh, that's hilarious. All right. Well, we'll see you next time, Steve. <laughs> All right, Ron. I'm going to look up for my email here. You want to join us? We we're about to sign up, but Bears Country Podcast at gmail.com. You want to come on with us, Ron? Let's make this happen. That'd be fun. I would love to know how to unblock Steve because that was tr- I was doing that as a joke and that's my my other best friend. So <laughs> yeah, I need to throw a pen at my wife. Hold on. How do I how do I unblock someone? You can't. I don't think I blocked Sigmund on accident and I can't unblock him. You can't go to the three dots. No. Well, he's not permanently blocked. <laughs> That's childish. <laughs> it was childish. She said it was childish, but all right. So send me, send me an email, Ron. I'd love to have you on. I know Ron's a, a fan of the show. He's been on before. I mean, this is like the this is the train wreck part of the show. So. Thanks. If you want to come on, anyone that wants to come on the train wreck part of this show, the first episode of Bears Country Podcast on Thursday nights with our new host, co-host, Coach B, you're welcome to join us. Bears Country Podcast at gmail.com. You can make up for Steve S., who is now blocked, and I can't figure out how to unblock him. <laughs> I'm surprised I don't have a text coming in from him, Brian. <laughs> Yeah, it's only what, nine o'clock here? Yeah, yeah. What would you do if I blocked you? How would you feel? Me? Yeah. Like, 
feelings would be hurt. I'd be crushed. <laughs> we know what to do. It's like my only friend. <laughs> oh, here, here, here comes the text. Hold on. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read the text. Hold on. Uh, f- fucker. <laughs> Steve, I'm trying to unblock you. I, it was a joke, but I can't. I can't figure out how to unblock you. It sucks. I don't. I, I don't know what I'm doing without my producer Kitty here. <laughs> I'll figure that out, buddy. I, I apologize. But if you wouldn't fucked around and like, you know, I gave you like 18 different links to come on the show. Let's see if we have a, an update from uh, Ron Winerski here. Nope, we don't. All right. Well, you know what? This has been a fucking amazing first. Actually, we have more viewers now than we had the first half of the show. So, we should should we? You want to continue? We got five viewers. Nice. Wow. Five fucking viewers now. Holy shit! This show's amazing. <laughs> Nine hundred ninety-five <laughs> more, and you started earning money. Oh, holy shit! Five viewers. Five. Nine. Five more, I mean, five more. I, I have done. Uh, there's probably uh, twenty-eight podcasts on my on my channel, and this is one of the least. Five. I'll join soon. Ron says, "I'll join soon." Well, go ahead and email us at bearscountrypodcast at gmail.com and you can join the show if you want to. Any one of you fuckers, because this has gone off the rails. <laughs> I blocked one of my best friends who can't talk to us anymore. <laughs> I don't know how to get him back because I, my producer is watching TV instead of producing the show. And she can't even fucking hear me. And she's right there. She's right there. She's right there. Got earbuds in. She's watching TV. Fucking reality housewives and shit. And not producing this show. And I'm off the rails because I can't unblock one of my best friends. What a joke. You may have to get off the show to unblock him, like to, like he's blocked for the show. And no. no, no, there has to be a different way to do this. There has to be a different way, right? Talk about the 1980s and the invention of the dildo. And I'm while you do that. I'm going to uh, go off on my own and try to figure out how to unblock Steve. Hey, first of all, no, I'm not going to talk about that. Because <laughs> I think it was invented earlier than the 1980s. <laughs> so we have to get... No, no, no. But the 1980s got really good, right? You had the, the double-ended dildos. You had the, the ones with batteries. It took batteries, for Christ's sake. Come on. God dang. <laughs> <laughs> how do I how do I how do I unblock someone? Damn it. Does anybody know? <laughs> oh shit. All right. Well, I'm sorry. I fucking blocked one of my best friends. And uh the show went off the rails because of that. Yeah. You're trying to bring yeah. him in. All right. It's what we wanted. I think we wanted to go off the rails. Yeah, we did. A little bit, yeah. We're gonna do that definitely a few times, especially if uh I don't have to work on Friday. Well, yeah. if you want to do it on Fridays, but I know you have things yeah. going on on Fridays for with school and stuff sometimes, right? 
Well, Fridays are just you come home and the kids. Order this, a pizza? Friday, Fridays <laughs> is your Domino's pizza night and you hang out in front of the TV and watch uh, cartoons together? Yeah, we got Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you, no. You, like, you, you and your kids probably hang out on a Friday night and watch like uh, uh, f- fucking Get Shorty or some shit. Like, your kids are... <laughs> Your kids are like so hilariously smart and yeah. up on times that it's almost like you feel dumb talking to them. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're very, they're they're very uh, exposed to a lot of the crazy shit in this world. And as a father, at first I felt bad for kind of like exposing them, but then I realized they're actually pretty well balanced because of it. You know, so yeah, while they're watching Get Shorty, Jake's asking questions about loan sharking. So that always makes it interesting. And then we'll watch Catch a Smuggler, and he's very interested on the uh, Mexican cartel. So, and then you'll watch Snatch, and your youngest will like perfectly translate everything that, you know, Brad Pitt said to you. <laughs> and, 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 uh, over that pikey voice. <laughs> yeah, your kids are very intelligent. Like, you're. Very intelligent, both of them. And yeah. We were there last year, and your seven-year-old was breaking down the entire fucking March Madness. Uh, oh yeah, he <laughs> cool. was. Yeah. yeah, and how? Yeah, exactly. and he was doing it all for us, like keeping us all all abreast on the situation. Oh, oh, thank you so much. Okay, so I'm I'm ahead now. Okay, thank you. And, oh, <laughs> hold on, Dad's ahead now. Okay. He was amazing. Yeah, he he loves he loves sports, man. He. We'll have to get him on the show. <laughs> it really goes off the rails. Oh, yeah. oh <laughs> seriously. That kid would be a hit on the show. Yeah, he would. He, be. he, that, he would be a hit. <laughs> mm. I mean, just give him his own segment. We could like pre record it. Yeah. And just like, what, like, what is, what is, J, uh, what does Jacob think of the NFL draft? Yeah. And just give him like a 20, a 30 second rundown of, the Bears' number one pick, and you, you give him that, he would research the hell out of that for like a week. Because he, he did come back. Okay, I got it all. I'm ready to go, Dad. He looked up uh, what was that? Oh, Payless. What the hell were we talking about? We were talking about something. The adults were talking, and he comes back and like gives us the history of. Something. I forgot what we were talking about. But yeah, that's what he does. He hears shit, yeah. and he goes looking up and comes to you, and you're like, "Well, this is what happened," and you're like, "What the hell?" Yeah. Yeah. So I love that. He's- well, we'll have to we'll have to work on that. Yeah. I know you know you would love to do that. Oh yeah, and I think everyone kind of loved that. Just we we'll, we won't have him on live, but we'll do like a little segment with him. Right, because live would get out of control. Because he's oh, a, yeah. he'll take over the fucking show. Oh yeah, he yeah he he uh, he's more eccentric than I am. He'll take over the show. It'll be like, it'll be Jacob Country Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know with the cussing and the seltzers, but other than that, yeah, he yeah. run So, well, you're not drinking seltzers, so no, tonight. Yeah, you're a little pussy tonight. That's okay. You're allowed to be. Actually, uh, trying to be responsible. I'm sorry. You fucker. I know, dude. Listen, you, I know, get you it. have to be a teacher tomorrow, really. I gotta go on a field trip, dude. Out in the, it's freaking storming here. You know what? You know what? Do you have to do that? 
tornado at your house in Atlanta. Can't you just call in sick? No, not tomorrow. My, my, yeah, I'm saying my, uh, the teacher calls sick on a field trip day, man. Oh, God, they're horrible people. I'm getting another text from <laughs> just a, Steve's like, ah, fuck off. <laughs> Steve. Well, Brian, I mean, this has been two hours. I mean, yeah, I know it's kind of got off a little ra the rails a little bit, uh, but we had a lot of fun talking. I think that people can understand that you know what you're talking about. If they go back and watch it, anyone that came in late, if they go back and watch what you had to say about football as far as defense, I think that people can agree that you know what the fuck you're talking about, my friend. You got Steve all fucking fired up and chat here, and he was ready to join us until he played bullshit on all the nine, ten different ways. I sent him a link to join the show. Uh, we'll get but him on. Maybe one day. Uh, I, yeah, I listen. I, I love it. This is fun, dude. This is a lot of just, you know, just talking. I like the chat, man. I like to hear what other people have to say. And, you know, yeah, counter everything. Yeah. If you disagree, disagree, please. This is great discourse, you know, having a, you know, a conversation about the Bears, about football. Um I, like I said, I told you before, man, it, it's renewed my my love and appreciation in the way now you can really go in and, and dissect it more and, and you're invested more. I'm, I'm more invested. Instead of just being, oh, I'm a Bears fan. Oh, the Bears won. Yeah, I'm happy. Now it's like, okay, they won. How they win? What they do? You know, what was – and start breaking things down a little bit more and, and watch the game. from Like when we went to the game, I was watching from a different set of eyes than just being a fan. So right. and having these conversations – be the fan and be the coach a little bit. So mm -hmm. I want to keep – yeah, this is great, Dave. Oh, and, and as we move forward in this, we're going to have so much fun because you and I are so close. I mean, this is not – there's no – we're going to let it all fucking hang out here. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, I mean – We might have to move it to a Friday. We, well, if we have to sometimes, Just yeah. You can loosen your ass up a little bit. I feel you. <laughs> I'm not that stiff. I get, I get more loose, yeah, but – uh, <laughs> well, I'm trying to see just, where this goes. Where you know, what's the best lean all over yourself for next show? Come in with a bunch of uh cream cheese on my chest and like smear it around while I'm talking about a 4 2 5 defense. I think that'll catch uh, <laughs> you. Can do like the, the 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 moonlighting where you just like put a little Vaseline over the over the camera to make yourself look like. Like you're foggy, you know? Yeah. I'm Coach B. Actually, you know what I'll do? I'll come in like Silence of the Lambs, like the serial killer. <laughs> Put the lotion in the basket. We'll do some of that. We'll do some role playing. <laughs> you and your for anyone that doesn't know, Coach B is a is a huge fucking death metal fan. <laughs> <laughs> not fucking clown posse what what else up uh, uh, uh biohazard, fucking... yeah, biohazard man. yeah dude. oh i remember biohazard basement like oh jesus yeah. Yeah. yeah that was nuts he's like he'll, he'll send me a uh like a a a, 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 a not a not a video but a a, a, a an mp3 a, a soundtrack of a of someone that he likes, like check this one out. I'd be like, okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. That I'm like, dude, 
that was awesome. <laughs> I can't wait to listen to more of that. <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, yeah, come on, come on. Unleash yourself here, buddy. Come hey, on. maybe let us show up. Let show yourself. Come on, man. Look, you like disturbed? Dude, Are you a disturbed fan? Dude, I love disturbed. <laughs> <laughs> so nonchalantly. Dude, I love disturbed. Of course. Dude, of course I do. Dave Raymond. I met him in the I'm fucking on, um... Who? I met met who? Him. Remember the lead singer, the lead singer of Disturbed? I met him at the Slipknot concert, the first one. I don't, you, I don't think you were with us. I took a piss next to him, and they weren't even famous. They were nothing. It was before their first album, and like, and I was told about the band by some girl. So I'm like, "Oh, you like Disturbed?" And he's like, "I'm the lead singer." I'm like, "Oh shit, all right." So then they had they had a show in Chicago, their first, one of their first shows, and I was like, "Holy cow, these guys are good." Dude, yeah. I remember going to the, some of those shows with you, like the yeah. Slipknot con no, no, the Insane Clown Posse yeah. concert that I went to with you. And there was like one guy jerking off his nose. <laughs> that was he, was like he was like ejaculating out of his nose all over the crowd. Yeah. This was like spraying the crowd with nose ejaculation. Yeah, that was, that was Slipknot, man. Yeah, it was nuts. They're crazy. I remember thinking, what the fuck am I doing here? I was like, oh, I'm hanging out with my fucking bro. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> I was like, I love this just for you, my friend. What's funny is that we will never listen to this shit again, but I'm loving this just for you because you're just like <laughs> the whole yeah. fucking show, and I'm like, okay, I guess I guess I'll do that too. <laughs> oh man, I remember. Yeah, come on, come on, come on, give it to me, Brad. Come on, give it to me, Coach B. There you go, dude. The problem, man, I tried to learn to play guitar back then. Problem was, I didn't couldn't learn it because all I wanted to do was just play heavy metal. So <laughs> no, like, I had nothing. You're like listening to like James Taylor, like you're like I just want to go. I want to break my goddamn guitar over my fucking neck. <laughs> I did, man. That's all I wanted to play. But mm -hmm. it's all good, though. But then you bought an acoustic guitar, and you're like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I got this for my kids. <laughs> yeah. I tried to play. I made a conscious effort. I don't know if I'll ever get back to it. Yeah. So. You might not. Who knows? You know, you, got, you have a podcast to do now, so we'll I see about that. I got to fucking do some research, man. Just take it up your time. Your cloak, you should be done with your seawall by now, right? So you're good. You, oh, we still got a, a top player this weekend. I'll come help you. All right, come on up. Seven hours, but I gotta do. Um, actually, <laughs> Jen is going tomorrow night with the kids because on Saturday I told the uh coach D because he's our athletic director too. I would do the basketball book for the championship game for him. So oh, wow. I'm not going until after the uh, ah, cool. So. But I still got to oh, go. God. Damn Seawall. Ron I've Wynarski says, I play a great air guitar. And that reminds me of a, you know, remember, you remember Ian? Yeah. Uh, Ian was actually on one episode of this, of Bears Country Podcast, way in the beginning. Oh, I remember uh, he was. And, and, and he had, a, he, he once told me he had a dream that he was in an air guitar class. <laughs> and he was like, 
I was fucking slaying this air guitar class. Like, <laughs> I'm going to where, where are you going? I'm going to air guitar class. <laughs> like, could you imagine going to air guitar class? Oh boy, we have that shit because they have it on like competitions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. You could almost make a show out of that, right? Like a like a, like a competition show. Like, they they have like the best, like you, you know, fake singer or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Just have like the best lead, like lead air guitarist. Yeah. I'd like to see how that would work. I just scraped my glasses on the microphone. I hope that wasn't loud. Sorry about that. That's okay. Wow. Brian, right. it's two on two hours and eight minutes. You want to wrap this shit up? Yeah, let's roll. You sure anyway. you want to keep talking? We Dude, can keep I talking. Right. I really could, but. I'm sure I'm gonna have to take a shit soon, and I'm sure. Uh, well, I mean, go get a. So what you have to do then, if if you're gonna shit during podcasts, is just get a one of those porta dumps. You know, you can just yeah, yeah. sit on it the whole time. You know what I could do is I could I put it on a stool. I could just cut a hole in the shape of my ass and then put a bucket. Right. I'll have my other son who likes to engineer things. He could probably have it where it hangs. So when I it goes down, it doesn't like splatter. Yes, yes. Nathan could engineer you a shit bucket that you could just sit on and shit. He would probably be able to make something that you could remove the smell from the room, too. And then, anytime you need to take a shit, you just plop right in that bucket. It would have, like, a vacuum-sealed bag that your son would make for you. And it would probably, like, as soon as it hit the bottom of the can, it would go, and just vacuum-seal your turd. Because that's your fucking oldest son is, like, a... He's... he's I mean, the kid's gonna be working for Elon Musk one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's gonna be diabolical though, so be careful. Diabolically working for oh, yeah. oh, let's not let's not pray that he works for Elon Musk. Then, man. You don't want to give that kid the controls to the buttons. No, he's. This is just too smart. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can end humanity with these buttons. Hmm. You know what? I'm kind of pissed. <laughs> Something right. pissed me off today. McDonald's had a long line. <laughs> Cuba's gone. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Brian, I love you, bro. Love you too, man. We're going to have a lot more fun on this show moving forward. One day, that Steve S. guy that we might know or might not know might get a link that he could actually fucking use to one of his 18 million different burner accounts because he's running from the law. But once you get to know that guy, wow. You're going to poop your pants with some stuff he has to say. You might strongly disagree with him or strongly agree with him. But one day that might happen. That'd be fun. But if it doesn't, fuck it. It's you and I, Coach B. Coach B. I love you, bro. I love you too, man. I had a great time. I, 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 mean, I, I mean, I know this was like a clunky first show, but we're we're we're, we're getting into this, you know, the beginning of 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 how we're going to start doing things on this show, which is you and I, as fucking bestest of friends forever, and that's what I want on this show. I want I want two bestest of friends to who know everything about each other. To, to be able to like talk anything that they want 
to each other. And what you add to the show as one of my best friends is your fucking football knowledge, bro. When you broke down shit tonight, I, I was like, uh-huh, 425. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, you got it, bro. So look forward to, to more of this coming in the future for everybody because this this dude knows his shit. He really does. He's a he's a teacher, he's a coach, he he's an educator, he is making today's youth better. And he is intelligent as a motherfucker, and he is going to make this show better, just like he makes your children better. So, Coach B, I love you, bro. I, I, I love you with all my heart, bro. You know that. I'm not I'm not saying I love you because you're like my you know when I'm saying this to you. You are my fucking guy. You know I love you, bro. Dude, you're I take brother. a bullet. You know that, too. And I will so. take a fucking bullet for you, too. I'm, I'm not kidding. So. And so would I for Steve S., who will never come on the fucking show, but... Dude, I'm excited say that. for him to come on. You're what? I, I'm excited for when he comes on. I want He's hilarious. He's he'll brilliant. never come on. No, he'll never come on. He, he'll just fuck around with us until the end okay. of time. He'll never come on. All right, well, this is you and I. And Ron. <laughs> and Ron. And Even Ron. though Ron never did either. Yeah. But it's going to get better. All right. Brian, any last parting words? Hey, man. All I got to say is Bears. Oh, you got it. We got we to break that down on a one, two, three then, because that's my parting words then. Ready? Parting word, and then we'll break it down. Ready? One, two, three. Bears. Bears. Thank you.